0: Hi once again, and uh, as I mentioned before, we're going to talk about hydration today. There is a lot to say and it's one of the topics that we think it's really important to understand well, because there is a lot of misinformation today. Uh, My first question for Chris is going to be what is the best source of water to really hydrate your body well?
1: So indeed, today we talk about hydration. And one thing to realize is that it's completely essential for life, meaning I can fast. And if you are in a normal uh, physical uh, condition, even lean, you can easily fast up to 40 days Mm -hmm. without eating, which is huge. Yes. Now, if you apply this to hydration, you would hardly make it Without severe, you know, consequences, uh, consequences more than uh, two or three days. Yes. So there is a big difference between food and drink. Exactly. So here, <clears throat> the thing is, first, our body is mostly water.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We come from the water and we are water. So, sixty-five uh, percent of our body weight is water. Yes. And. Uh, on average, of course, it depends completely on the person and things. But let's say we will take someone around one meter, 70, okay. 80, something like this, mm-hmm. 60 to 70 kilo. What you would need on a rest day, so not super active, will be on average between two to three liters of water. It's a lot. It's a lot. So one... One interesting thing when we see this and we realize it's a lot, quickly you say, oh, but I don't drink that. <laughs> and for most of us, you don't drink it. So where it's coming from, and you were asking what is the best source. Yeah. Fruits and vegetables, fresh fruits and vegetables, have about 80% of water. If not more. If not more. And in some cases, it can be 90% of naturally filtered water, which is not pasteurized. Mm -hmm. So that uh, water is just perfect for us. And indeed, like uh, most of the herbivores will get their water actually through eating grass. Mm -hmm. We have part of our water from the food and mostly fruits and veggies. That's why when people uh, were interested in the raw diet, one clear aspect about the raw diet by not transforming food you will keep its water content so it's two interesting effects one is the taste will always be lower because you still have the water mm-hmm. so if i cook it to concentrate flavors yes by removing the water is that simple and Re- by the witnessing. way in raw food i will dehydrate so a, a sun-dried tomato has a more concentrated flavor yes so, in cooking, basically, we remove the water as a technique to concentrate the flavor. so raw food will always taste less stronger, but you have fragrance you have but then it brings more water and a water that you will really get, meaning that it comes with nutrients, it comes with minerals, it has some a bit of salt, it has all the essential elements so it's almost like if you get uh, isotonic water mm-hmm. when you eat fruits. Let's say, for example, watermelon is a good example. Yep. Uh, Even this coconuts. W- coconut, and then you are really on the water. Mm-hmm. Where in watermelon, you yeah. are still eating a fruits. Mm-hmm. But indeed, the coconut water is also perfect. And the coconut water helps a lot of people to survive on the islands or the sailors because it was actually in a container. Packaged by nature. Exactly. And (laughs) it was uh, edible water. So I would say best source is actually strangely enough, the food Mm -hmm. and mostly fruits and veggies. And the idea to keep in mind in that, yeah, we we need about about two to three liters per day. That will come from water or from food. What
0: about uh, spring water in the nature? What we can find? A lot of it is
1: contaminated today, but... uh So it used to be very good. And by the way, used to be the source of B12. Mm -hmm. So we talk about a lot about the B12. And actually the natural source of B12 was uh, the spring water. Yes, the spring water as well as the the fruits. The the spring water, when it's not too mineralized, it's really good.
0: How do we evaluate uh, how much water we actually need if we are uh, physically very active or if we are in a certain environment where it's a little bit more hot or
1: a little bit uh, more cold? So, indeed, the context plays a huge role. There are two, and one is very counterintuitive. One, if if you are on a hot climate, your body is always in Mm thermoregulation and it wants to bring down the temperature and to do this you will uh, have perspiration and by sweating actually it will lower it's not perfect and it costs a lot of energy but it will try to lower the the body temperature yes now where it's counterintuitive is that it can work if it's hot but dry Mm -hmm. if it's hot and really humid that doesn't work because your perspiration stays on your body Mm -hmm and so that's why uh, this is a good system until the context make it that it doesn't work but this will obviously by sweating cost you a lot of water more Mm -hmm. so as soon as you are from 25 degrees celsius and above Mm -hmm. you will require per day around one liter per ten
0: degrees. For, uh-huh. So it's, if, it, if it's 35 Celsius outside, I need one liter more than what yes. I would need. So you would
1: be already for four liter. Wow. It's a lot. And the other thing to, to see about this is physical activity. Of course, if you are more active, mm-hmm. let's say you go for a bike ride or you do a Thai boxing, yeah. in one hour of Thai boxing, very easily, you will lose one liter.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: A very simple way to evaluate mm. that, that we do in endurance running, but you can do when you do a, a training, which is intense, like uh, let's say the Thai boxing. When I was doing half marathon, I take my weight before and then take the weight after. Mm-hmm. And then you see the difference. So on the, my best time was on the marathon of Amsterdam. It was close to my place, so I could weight myself. Mm-hmm. and i would lose two liters wow so and it's one hour one hour and 24 minutes huh wow so it's a lot one thing very important it means that that day now i am at five liters <laughs> oh my god yes it's a lot but also you have to think about something which is first it will take you certain days to recover from that it explains also why you are kind of weak after an exercise like this but also when of course in one half marathon people think oh i lose weight no you don't lose weight it's only the water Mm -hmm. same thing that we see uh, when people do detox and because they have less salt in their food they do less water retention so what you lose fast like this is water always so if you go to the Thai boxing if you do one hour you take your weight before after you will know how much you lose in that time
0: Which is kind of a problem if I'm doing uh, Thai boxing in Thailand, uh, where the temperature is about, exactly uh, let's say around 35, if not uh, more, then I really need to uh, substitute that water that I'm losing.
1: Yes, and then it's not that easy. So the the thing is, we will also keep a, a simple thing, which is above 25 degrees, it's one liter a day, more. And then per hour of physical activity, I would say intense is one liter. Mm -hmm. That gives you a rough ID, which you will have to verify by scaling. Mm -hmm. Now, the other thing to think, especially uh, in tropical conditions, first is that after a night, so eight hours, you are dehydrated. Yes. Because the idea of drinking water as you wake up is actually a very good one because you for sure are dehydrated mm-hmm. when you wake up. And also something which is known in the tropics is that it takes you about three months to acclimate fully. Mm-hmm. So the amount of water that you are going to lose and minerals by sweating will be way more when you just arrive and after three months. So the body start to be smart and you will be able to save some of your nutrients and also something which is counterintuitive but uh, makes sense for example when i say i lose 2 liter during a half marathon if i run intensively one thing to know is that if i run a full marathon i won't necessarily lose way more okay so at some oh, point it it stops mm-hmm. your body adjusts to yes. the exercise actually. exactly but that's why also you can have at the end cramps or things like this because the thermoregulation will become to be badly done basically. Mm-hmm. But he will save. He will prioritize to save the water, so you are not fully dehydrated.
0: So it's not always linear. Linear. No, because
1: otherwise, uh, imagine if in yeah. in one hour twenty I lose two liter, then uh, it goes very fast. Yes. In the end, you would drown by drinking all that water. Yes. <laughs>
0: Let's talk about hydration, before we exercise, uh, during the exercise and after. Uh, I think we can even separate this into a couple of questions because I'm sure there is a lot to talk. So, my first question in, on this would be what, uh, how much to drink before and what to focus on.
1: So, before, there are different, I would say, timing and context. Let's take the example of the morning exercising. Mm-hmm. So indeed, as I said, after a night, you will be dehydrated. So I really advise to hydrate before. In that case, which could be water, that simple. Mm -hmm. It could be uh, infusion, like mint infusion is very good. How would you do mint infusion? So you would, uh, you can call... uh, Cold brew the the mint, meaning you put the mint in cold water overnight Mm -hmm. and in the morning you have your mint infusion. That's that's simple. Or you just boil the water if you want to go faster. Mm -hmm. But now the good thing is that if it's cold, it's, uh, well, or at room temperature, it's easier to drink. And so mint is very good. You can have a light tea like Olong. Mm -hmm. And then you can use, if you want to wake up, You can have some ginger juice lemon juice lemon feel acidic but it's not it's basic for your body and it's also make it fresh you can have a bit of sweetness if you want like date paste or something like this but not needed and uh, so things that will actually hydrate you and that are super easy to digest so the example of mint mint will always help for the digestion Mm -hmm. so it's something easy and we have a french habit which i really don't recommend is to drink a coffee when we woke up Mm -hmm. because coffee okay it's a stimulant it's caffeine but the problem is that it would dehydrate you i think it's problem with most countries (laughs) not just french so so before exercising especially If you are like after a night of fasting, way better hydrate and avoid caffeine. Actually, Mm -hmm. you will have the caffeine if you want after exercising, but not before. So and light infusion is really nice. Flour, whatever, to give us some taste and Mm -hmm. just not have the water. And I will not eat because I wouldn't digest very well. Mm -hmm. You won't have the time, the proper time to digest. So it's actually, uh, well, from my experience, better to just go with something very uh, light, but make sure you are hydrated. And there is also the possibility to bring some water with you Mm -hmm. and you rinse rinse your mouth Mm
2: -hmm.
1: when you start to run and things or cycle or walk so that you don't feel dry. Mm -hmm. When your mouth is dry, the brain thinks you are dehydrated. Yeah. But it's just a sensor. It's not the reality. So you just put water in your mouth and then you feel perfect. Mm -hmm. So here, the idea is just be mindful that before exercising, you don't have the time to digest, so that's why it's mostly water, something easy to drink Mm -hmm. and to feel hydrated. So definitely don't
0: go exercising with a full stomach weight. You can eat maybe one hour before or two hours. Normally it's three hours. Three hours yeah. for
1: running, swimming, it's up to three hours. Yeah,
0: depends what you eat also.
1: Cycling is a bit different because cycling allows you. There is no uh, big shock, mm-hmm. so your digestive system is more in peace. Yeah,
2: it's so not you can constantly. yes,
1: you can uh, be uh, more closer to to your start. But globally, no. Why? Because digesting is a high priority. Mm-hmm. So the blood goes to the stomach, not in the muscle. Yes. That's simple. So every time you have something to (laughs) digest...
0: We have uh, really fun uh, Thai music around also, so you can feel the background and the environment.
1: (laughs) So just um, yes, to say um, something to wake you up and to just feel hydrated more than anything. And anything hard to digest is to avoid.
0: You mentioned uh, rinsing your mouth when you are doing the exercise. Is this enough or uh, do you need something else? I mean, especially if it's a longer exercise, if it's uh,
1: more effort that you need, more energy that you need in that exercise. So depending on the intensity of what you do, it's kind of very intuitive. If you are in the middle of a Thai boxing fight, you won't really think of drinking. Mm -hmm. If you are uh, sprinting, you won't really feel like drinking. But of course, as long as your uh, physical activity will have a longer duration, then you can think of drinking. And there are different things. Again, cycling, it's easier because while you are cycling, you can drink.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Running is a bit more challenging. You need to get used to it. And it's not everybody Mm -hmm. that can do it. And swimming, I don't even talk about it, but it's a big issue, by the way. You are in the water. (laughs) Yes, but for example, imagine you are in Europe. Yeah. And the water of your swimming pool is below. Yes, yes, of course. So you regulate, Mm -hmm. you sweat actually a lot, Mm -hmm. and you feel completely dehydrated. Yes. You don't feel the sweat. You will end up dehydrated, yes. Mm -hmm. So, um, one way to try to look at it is also... To be aware that it's a huge business, mm-hmm. so basic advice: follow the money. And yes, there are, those are you know the very orange or bright mm-hmm. color drinks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Gator, very something. blue Gatorade. And yes, <laughs> and 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 such. So they try to push for you to drink more because it's their business model. Mm-hmm. So they manage to convince people then. When they do a round, around the park, they need to drink energy drinks, which of course is not the case at all. Mm -hmm. It's actually bad because you get used to drink constantly. So you will need it after. Mm -hmm. So if you look at the simple rules and you have to adjust to yourself and the climate, but below one hour, normally you don't need to drink. Mm -hmm. You can drink a bit before and after, but during you shouldn't. Okay. Then if it's more than two hours, then you would need some isotonic drinks. Uh, they can be sweet, but also a bit salty. Mm-hmm. And more than four hours, then you need, and, and like more than four hours, you will need about two liters or something. Wow. Also as a security, if anything happens, you are stuck somewhere, you have water because the stress will... make you feel even more uh, dehydrated Mm -hmm. so one thing that we use uh, for cycling uh, for kind of intense drink is to make uh, drinks that are actually a bit thick Mm -hmm. so we call them gel Mm -hmm. so they have uh, the thickness of a syrup almost but they are not that sweet And where you will have an infusion, so let's say, uh, again, you can have mint, you can have lemon. Uh, You can do with coconut water, by the way, which is very good, or rooibos. Mm -hmm. And you will have... Here we can use chia seeds.
0: Uh, To create the the gel. Or basil seeds,
1: Mm -hmm. yes. And by the mucilage, it will thicken and make the gel. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can have uh, a pinch of salt in those. Mm -hmm. And when you have those gels, the chia seed will actually help to get the liquid, but slower. Mm-hmm. So this, you will feel hydrated, but on a longer period. And also you will get the energy more slower. So that could be an interesting thing. And you feel more I- I- hydrated, even though it's a smaller volume. Mm-hmm. But you really want to soak the chia, so it's a gel, I'm not talking about dry uh, chia. Definitely not. So, the gel could be an interesting way because you don't have to balloon your stomach, Mm -hmm. but you feel hydrated. You don't stretch the stomach, also with a lot of water. Mm -hmm. And one thing to avoid is uh, exercise-associated hyponatremia, Mm -hmm which a simple way to call it is over-hydration. Mm-hmm. This is something happening in some marathons where people are kind of slow and they, they hear so much that they have to drink, they have to drink, they have to drink. And they drink constantly and too much. They end up uh, doing drinking so much that basically the percentage of salt mm-hmm. in their blood goes too low. hmm which is a very uh, severe conditions mm-hmm. and dangerous. So that's why also, uh, like anything, uh, if it's too much, it's not good for you. And the body has to always balance the level and the level of salt in your blood is right. something so, very yeah. important. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, uh, the water will go straight to the, c- the cells, which is dangerous. So here, be kind of mindful of overhydration. And uh, that's why the gel can be interesting because you feel hydrated without having too much volume of liquid. Would you say that today is
0: a bigger uh, problem over hydration than dehydration?
1: Yes, because uh, again, uh, there is such a noise by the industry that you have to drink constantly, especially when you are doing sports that on average people get more over-hydration than dehydration.
0: And last, but not least, uh, what about when you finish the exercise? uh, What is the best thing to drink, but also to eat?
1: So, hydration after, uh, so also called post-workout hydration. Is really important because now we are in, uh, already in a recovery mode and you don't want to delay your recovery. Mm-hmm. So if you are dehydrated, actually it will delay that recovery. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's why there is a time window where you don't want to stress the body too much. So if you stay dehydrated, it's a bad thing because the body will feel the stress. And same thing, you will delay uh, the recovery. So that's where, as we mentioned on the first question, you can look where you can find water. Mm -hmm. So let's be honest, in Thailand, we are blessed because we have uh, among the best young coconuts. This would be actually the perfect, very simple hydration Mm -hmm. after exercise. And it's nice uh, and uh, enjoyable to eat. You were mentioning also, or I was mentioning the watermelon, mm-hmm. which is very good. This you are eating something, but it's super easy to digest and it's mostly water and a bit of sweet. So this is really good. The fruits that uh, contain a lot of water and that are ripe in summer, which is fun. So they are the perfect timing, so to say, uh, would be very good. So melon, very nice as well. mm mm-hmm the interesting thing with those aspects is that they are also super easy to digest so because after exercising depending on the intensity your digest system is still in a slow motion because it's just the muscle that have to recover the blood is used elsewhere so you don't want to eat something too heavy to digest
0: so you don't want to jump to tofu and tempeh and uh like this to get your protein right away
1: i wouldn't and i would go for a post-workout smoothie mm-hmm. so whereby blending you almost pre-digest mm-hmm. so you still have all the fibers and you have the liquid part but you have some um, so some bulk but it's it's easy to digest so i would really prefer a post-workout smoothie than to eat something dense mm-hmm. that will require for me some energy to digest. Mm-hmm. And so here, if we think about um, a smoothie, again, as we said, fruits and leafy greens, 80 to 90% of naturally filtered water, mm-hmm. non-pasteurized for you. So that's perfect. So you can have a liquid base. And then you will use some, uh, you can use tropical fruits. You can, in Europe, you can use apple, pear. So you will have a fruit to make the bulk, Mm -hmm. so to say. And then after that, if you make a green smoothie, you can have um, uh, like baby spinach. Mm -hmm. So they will bring the color, chlorophyll, nutrients, and uh, also water.
0: So it doesn't always have to be kale and... uh or bok choy or something that is bitter, which usually people have a lot of problem with. Uh, yes, I
1: would, I would, I would really go for baby spinach, because I want uh, the water, the nutrient density, mm. but I don't want the taste. Yeah. So it's perfect. A bit of uh, lime or lemon or orange juice to as an antioxidant, mm-hmm. and then again, if you a practical way is to use frozen fruits, then you just put them in the blender, you blend. And then your smoothie will be cold already. Mm -hmm. Or you use some uh, cold uh, juice or fruits. The good thing is that you have a lot of vitamins, fibers, essential fatty acids, but in a very easy to digest way. Uh, Again, it's a matter of priority. If you put something too difficult to digest, the blood will go to the stomach to digest. Mm -hmm. will do that job. So the muscle to repair, the the recovery will be delayed. Mm -hmm. That's why it's way better to go for something very, very easy to digest.
0: One thing that I'm uh, always struggling with is uh, actually feeling thirsty because um, I'm always trying to listen to my body, listen to what my body... Tells me in a way how I feel. And especially now we are in the tropics in Thailand. The temperature is 35 Celsius, if not more, sometimes. I rarely feel thirsty, actually. I don't feel like drinking two or three liters of water. I do feel that I have a problem with dehydration,
1: uh, but the thirst is just not there. So, indeed, the um, common sense, which would be... To listen if you are thirsty and to drink when you are thirsty, is not yeah. always yeah. to follow. As we were saying, in the case of overhydration, that message is hard to interpret. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't necessarily go for it. And I think one aspect in um, indeed in the tropics is that you need so much water that if you drink, I will be very basic. You will pee it, yeah. but you won't really get it, meaning that. I would go more for soups, mm-hmm. smoothie, or uh, fruits, so uh, things that contain water and uh, food that is really very highly hydrated in a way. Mm-hmm. And I would prefer those. But I don't think that uh, drinking constantly can solve it. Also indeed, we have the issue not only about the heat outside and the humidity but the air condition, mm-hmm. then we, it's a trouble uh, message and uh, it's actually Confusing. very dry, so you get dehydrated. There is a very interesting study that shows that people in the plane, they love tomato juice. Okay. So we know one reason why, because we teach it, which is uh, tomato and concentrated tomato contain umami flavor. Mm-hmm. So, so the attraction, but they put this and salt, and it's actually because in the plane, because of the, the, um, the pressure and the altitude, you you feel uh, dehydrated. So I think also what you can use is actually, so tomato juice, meaning something to drink, which is salty. Mm-hmm. So not only sweet. And I think where people saturate uh, faster is on sweet. hmm And so I would go more, that's why I was talking about the soup, but it could be tomato juice, it could be... So you have to have something that will hydrate you, but which is not constantly sweet. Yeah, with something that... So the salt holds the liquid inside. Yes, and it's also a different uh, perception and message to your brain, Mm -hmm. where we saturate very quickly on sugar, where actually... So, for example, it's known on uh, ultra running so long distance very long distance or or cycling very quickly people saturate Mm. on sweet so they go for salty so not too salty of course but just also just even if it's not salty just not sweet actually so i would go for infusion of things and drinks that are not too sweet because that makes you stop actually